nothing happens. Nope. Nothing changes. He just like the it's like the third time he gets asked, he has to say yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am a cop. Damn. <laughs> Here's my dick. And I shouldn't do that when we have guests. Uh, <laughs> it's a running joke, Rebecca. My dick's not out. I don't know what he's making shit up. I know your dick is a running joke. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because my office is already hell-like in temperature, so why not go all the way? I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my... Okay, this is sadder than I thought it would be. Um, you can do it, Noah. Sitting 700 miles to my immediate north is my good friend, Heath Right, Heath, welcome back. I don't want to talk about it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Noah. That's fine. I, we can do this. I can do this. We're do the show. We can, serious. Yeah. Serious. No, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Noah. You know what? Zach Efron's always been missing. <laughs> What's that? Uh, a little bit of David A.R. White mixed in. So that's Hell, fun. <laughs> yeah, I've thought the same thing for years. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I've always been pretending we lived in the same house, Noah. So it, <laughs> it really, there's not been a huge change for me. <laughs> All right, so also joining us tonight is a returning guest masochist, improv comedian, fan favorite, and glutton for punishment, Rebecca Vigil. Rebecca, welcome back. Thanks for having me. This was a nightmare to oh. watch, <laughs> and I hate you all. Thank you. I, I love that we did this when I asked Eli. I was like, well, why did you ask Rebecca on for this one? She's like, well, you know, she does music. I'm like, that's not going to make it better. <laughs> it made it far worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found out about this movie years ago, and the moment I saw the trailer, I was like, Rebecca, this one is yours. Oh, that's the meanest thing you've ever said. Yeah, no shit. All right, so clue everybody in. Tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? All right, we watched Sunday School Musical. So uh, you know how High School Musical was amazing, but... It didn't really discuss how responsible Christians should all be taking up the white man's burden. <laughs> well, they fixed that in this movie. So get excited. I'm not sure that High School Musical doesn't say that, by the way, just right. for the record. <laughs> all right. So, Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you loved High School Musical so much that you put the script in a blender and shat it in between the pages of a Bible... You will love this movie. It's nonsense, but it's Christian nonsense, damn it. Oh, yeah. I have to say, I'm getting the uh, sense early on that I'm going to miss. I, I've never seen High School Musical. I feel like I might miss a few references here. So bear with me. All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to say best worst violent transition from talking to singing. <laughs> so, like, just about every musical has this problem at least a little bit, but this movie is crazy with it. Like, they'll be yeah. mid-sentence in a normal talking conversation, and then, well, and then they'll have a giant pause for no reason. Right. Like there's a countdown clock on the wall, and then <laughs> from a different universe where sound has 19 dimensions, and, like, they just come in singing... So crazy. It's just like, yeah, so I was just thinking four, three, two, 
One old man river. <laughs> I will tag on to that sound uh fury. Uh the best worst sound dubbing I've oh. ever seen in my life. Like I there not a single musical number were their lips moving with the audio. Not a no. single one. Yeah, it's Godzilla movie yes. level bad. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of kung fu theater references in my notes. And then on top of that, like, the volume is just wildly different from one yeah. character to the next. Oh, my God, the clapping. Yeah, right. The clapping will suddenly deafen you up. This was a hard one to watch. Like, I do audio for a living, folks. This was a really... I was I was longing for vultures of horror. <laughs> All right, so I had, because uh, I also write for a living now and again, I had best worst failing to knock down their own goddamn dominoes. <laughs> there were so do so many dominoes in this movie that they just carefully set up, or at least as carefully as they could, which is clumsy as ever, love and fuck, and then failed to knock down. You know, shy Margaret, who's eventually going to come out of her shell? Not in this fucking movie, she isn't. Nope. Over and over again, there's this moment where you're like, oh, okay, so obviously this is the setup for nope. This is just the setup for that scene being over. Wow. No, but she does come out of her shell just in a completely different movie and then comes back to our movie. Uh, yeah. She does a little bit of porn in there. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty, sweet. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Uh, to add to that, I'm just going to go with, and, and I know what I'm saying here because we've watched 152 of these bad boys. Best worst writing. Uh. This movie is nonsensical. <laughs> there is... No scene in this movie that you don't finish and then pause the movie and go, wait, what? What? Every yeah. like every moment of it is like someone heard about movies from an alien that was busy. Right. It's just like, no, you know, they have cooking class together and then friendship results. Amnity turns to friendship. I really have to go. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, we have a song in our hearts and a beat in our feet. So we're going to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the action that is Sunday School Musical. Hey, Eli, what are you doing? What's with the uh, car? Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Oh, hey, Noah. You like it? His name is Night Beast. Yeah. You named your new car Night Beast? Yeah. Eli, can you afford this? Not really, but I've been, haven't really been feeling my best lately. So, you know, skin stuff, hair stuff, the usual. So, figure I'd buy a sweet ride to make up for it. It's orange. Love it. Boy, isn't it? Eli, you don't need to buy a sweet ride to feel your best. Why not try forhims.com? What's forhims.com? Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions. The roof comes down. Noah! 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 Noah, the roof comes down. I see that. Noah. Yes. Uh, Noah, that does sound great, but I, I'm a little short on cash right now. I may have just made a major purchase, if you know what I mean. So, Well, right now, our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5. $5? Yep. Today, right now, while well, supplies last, see website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. 
There's speakers on the speakers. Go to forhims.com slash gam. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash gam. Forhims.com slash gam, huh? I guess that would be one way to look and feel my best. Do we still get to keep the Night Beast? I mean, I paid for it in cash, so. Yeah, Night Beast. Love Night Beast. Night Beast. <laughs> okay, everybody, that's a wrap on the two choirs. Yay! Yeah. All right. All right. What are we uh what are we looking at for runtime here? Uh 22 minutes. Oh. Wow. That is real short. Yeah. 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 That's that's short. Uh I have this old Kids Bop CD. So, and what do you want to do with that? Uh, we we could like put it in the movie. You want to the, put your Kids Bop CD in the movie? Yes, yes. I mean, we do need the time. Okay. This one time, we'll put your Kids Bop CD. Yes. In. You always say no. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown and lucky us this movie will not make us wait for the shitty music uh we're gonna open up on our hero zach as he <laughs> sings and dances his way to choir practice uh... and i have to say rebecca you have summed up this whole movie for me here in your first <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> Yes, it is the laziest Lin-Manuel impression I've ever heard in my life. I just wrote, oh my God, the cast of Bible Man all went to see In the Heights. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to like it at the beginning. You know, I'm like, okay, musical, at least there'll be music. Apparently, the rhyme scheme in this song is like A, B, C, D, E, F. (laughs) G H I J K L M N O P. Like, there's no like. Occasionally, it'll be, and what I see, and I'll be, and then something else, but nothing ever comes back to rhyme. (laughs) And apparently, somebody told this actor recently that he's a really good uh, parkour, walking, freestyle, hip hop dancer. In addition to everything, (laughs) all the white actors in this movie. Well, it looks like he he starts to do it and the director is going like, stop. stop." (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Every time he tried to do something difficult, they had to cut because he clearly hurt himself like right after the. So it was like me and Eli in Tokyo, except (laughs) you can't cut in reality. So we both hurt ourselves a lot and everybody saw. Yeah, we did. It's true. We shouldn't have tried to start a dance troupe. That was us. Well, okay. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still in touch with those Let's guys. Let's not but. throw out the baby with the bathwater. Because what I love about this is that this is supposed to be the montage at the beginning of the movie where he's like amazing at dance and amazing at rap. And we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, here's our protagonist. But instead, he's just super out of breath and kind of walking to church. He's just like, huh, you got to see me jump that fence. I mean, not jump. I, I stepped over it, but I... Caught my heel on the end there, and I fell, and I and my there was jaw. a spin. There was a spin. It wasn't an intentional spin. This whole movie would have been worth it if there was like a Jackie Chan style outtakes at the end. <laughs> have you guys Just heard of David A. R. White? I was just studying with him. I took his <laughs> hero. class. He's my Pretty sensei. Sweet. They call me. They call me David A. D. R. White sometimes. 
All right, so now we show up at what is, I guess, church choir competition. Now, yeah, and like, and there it is. Like, it's like that moment on a first date. You know, you like early in the you you both like Cabernet, you both like Scrubs, and she quoted Atlas Shrugged. So <laughs> here it is. Great. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, so here's how this choir competition works. Apparently, there are three teams competing. The top two go to state. We're supposed to believe <laughs> that these characters have been trying their whole lives for this, but it's basically just, yeah, by default, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we should also point out the audience here is seven people yeah. like the first shot we get of the crowd i counted all of them because i can recognize the word both <laughs> <laughs> but but this is where we get their first performance oh as a choir uh and these are the now which which choir is this i couldn't keep the the this church. was this the is hawthorne. Hawthorne. This yeah. is hawthorne this is hawthorne and their first performance consists of putting fuck riffs on this little light of mine yep <laughs> <laughs> and that's the good that's supposed to be the good choir we only know that because when the bad choir comes up they like you know one guy sprains his teeth or something right like that's how far they have to go to make these guys look like a great choir oh i love and the too. sound is already off oh we're already there oh like okay so they do the whole musical number and then the lady comes in to say oh thanks to the hawthorne choir but she's like talking to you through a 47 foot pipe yes yes she's literally not miked and they kept it like obviously just someone forgot to turn on yeah. this woman's mic and they were like no we're gonna we're gonna keep it and the third choir the reason that they both make it to states the bad one and the good one is that the third choir doesn't show up and there's this insane scene where she's like, well, we're going to wait a couple of minutes and someone at the back makes a slit your throat motion and points to bingo and she's like, never mind, the two that are here go to stay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and it was because of food poisoning, we find yeah. out. The, te the third team, and they ate egg salad. They tell us it's egg salad. Like, I thought they were going to describe the shitting that they were doing also. Like, <laughs> That's you could just say they're not here. That's fine. I love to, if you can decipher what this woman's saying without her microphone, she basically says, no, I'm sorry. She literally says, I don't think I would need to remind you the stakes here, but the stakes are X, right? Like that, the only <laughs> lazier way to write that into the movie would just like be a still shot of the synopsis. <laughs> and I mean, I just want to be clear because we see the two choirs perform and it's obvious that the Crossroads choir is bad and the Hawthorne choir is good and is is it a race thing? I, it is absolutely. I'm sorry. This movie is so damn racist. I can't even handle it. We we will get to it. Yeah. But against white people. So like no. it's elite no. white people and black people and Asian people and Hispanic people and gay people. Like what's amazing to me is how unaware they are that they're setting up like the black guys to be the bad guys to the white guys, right? Like, they're completely yes. unaware that they're doing that through the whole movie. Yes. And yeah. and when they have to introduce a, a worse choir later, an even better guy choir, they're just blacker. And yeah. all black. They're yeah. all black. They're just, it's, it's Darth Vader in blackface at yes. the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And at the end, when the black people are tired of being bossed around by the white choir leader, she's like, you should be grateful. 
Yes. I mean, it is crazy. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it, but a white girl screaming, you should be grateful in a black girl's face who couldn't afford to be there is the denouement of this film. Just as Jesus intended. (laughs) I was going to say, this movie is color-coded just like the Bible. Yeah. And no, it long is. and boring. Just that's like actually, <laughs> yeah, that's probably the closest they ever got to being truly a Christian movie is is the, the lack of miscegenation. All right, so yeah, <laughs> we see both teams. There's a good choir and a bad choir. What is what is the second choir? Cross Town or something? Crossroads. 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 Yeah. yeah, okay, so Crossroads is the bad one. Hawthorne's the good one. They're both going to state, though. And after Crossroads sings... Nobody claps. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Why? What it's is the silent. justification for that in the scene? It's yes. so mean. <laughs> but they're going to state anyway, even though they're no good. Ethnically diverse team is mad that the white people are going, uh, despite being bad. And then this is where we get the amazing freestyle, again, air quotes implied here, freestyle scene between our, our main character, Zach, and his lady friend, uh, Andrea. And I just have to write in here like, wow, that freestyle stuff is much easier when it's scripted, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's impossibly way too good to be improvised. Like he's rhyming in perfect iambic pentameter off the top of his head, like the lollipop guilds dancing in perfect time. (laughs) Also, the beatboxer. The beatboxer is only hissing. He has no beat whatsoever. Honestly, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just, that was how he was mic'd. Like, there was other shit, but that's the only <laughs> stuff their dumbass microphone could pick up. And I think in this particular scene, I'm introduced to how old white writers think urban teens oh. walk around yes. and just challenge each other to freestyles. And then I looked up the writer and the director for this. And it's two white women. Yep. It's really? the election all over again. Fucking white women. White women. Stop ruining things. As a white woman. If you couldn't tell by my voice. <laughs> no matter how I pronounce her last name, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I want to be a V-heel. <laughs> all right. And we also have to work out that not only is he jumping in with perfect iambic pentameter on whatever words she gives him to rhyme, but he also works in his backstory. Yes, he raps in perfect exposition. <laughs> and I wondered, I wondered if this is just what happens every time he freestyles. Okay, okay, I've got one. Toothbrush. All right, all right, that's a good one. Go, 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 go. Oh, it's a toothbrush. I miss my dad so much. I wish he'd talk to me, but he's always in a rush. Okay. Um. Okay, cool. Yep. How about streetlight? Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Okay. I'll do another okay. one. I'll do another one. Uh, yeah. Streetlight makes me want to fight. If only my father would hold me, I know I'd okay. feel right. Okay, got it. No, that, okay. You, you know what? How about you rap about, like, not your dad? Just like yeah. anything, but not your dad. Just not my dad. Yeah, just not your dad. Don't mention dad or That's father. my challenge. Okay. All right, all right, yeah. All right. <laughs> not my dad. It makes me feel bad because it makes me think about the father I wish nope. I had. Okay, we're done. We have to stop. We have to stop this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, from what we see, pretty much that's it. 
All right, so now it's time for us to have dinner with Zach and his poor family. Oh, it's this is the laziest dinner ever. Like, I hope this mom dies of Christian movie mom cancer. Like, <laughs> matronoma, Christian matronoma, whatever it's called. They're eating SpaghettiOs and a salad of lettuce and... Also lettuce. They're, ju- right, and they have- they're just eating a head of romaine like a fucking apple each. It's so she, ridiculous. She did chop the salad by hand. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more place settings than there are people there. It's stupid. Dad, the dad. Yeah, they, they set the plate just yeah. in case he comes just, home. Just and, for- it- and put food on it. <laughs> they can't not hit stereotypes in this scene. For instance, mom is wearing her scrubs because she's a nurse. Yep. Except yes. she lost her job today. Yep. So she just <laughs> is wearing the scrubs, the scrubs for fun. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then there's no father, of course. No. Well, he's in the military. Yeah. Now, eventually we're going to see him. He's in the army, but it's like they didn't have the rights to army or something. Because they <laughs> always just say he's in the military. This yeah. is the one movie that wasn't allowed to thank the military. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to thank the troops. Wait, no, apparently no, my lawyer's no. telling me, no. Um, and also, can we discuss the little brother? Yes, he's, he's oh. a little Jewish boy. <laughs> there is there is no way eight-year-old Martin Short is part of this black family. There, There is no combination of sperm that combined with this black woman to make this little fucking kid. It's impossible. He could, he could like... We're going to find out it's a white dad later, but it does still does not make sense. Yeah, no, that's not. This is not what white plus black equals. No. <laughs> fucking Mendel's walking out, guys. You got it all wrong. Hold on. Hold on. Let's no. do some charts like, here. Honestly, a bean plant would have been closer to realistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, so black ridiculous. plus white equals tiny old man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So mom breaks the news that she's lost her job and that means they're going to have to move away to another town with a totally different choir. Oh, no. So Zach, of course, has to go to his sad roof because he's black. All black people in Christian (laughs) movies have a sad roof. Oh, well, named named black people, the human named black people. Sorry, I got to be specific. All human named black people in Christian movies have a roof that they get to go, go mope on. And again, in the production of In the Heights that these people who wrote this movie saw, someone did cool rapping and jumping around on roofs. He was going to dance it out, but it was a quarter of a second long. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, they're supposed to be on like the scary black people roof. But (laughs) first of all, it's like a beautiful view of the Hollywood Hills. So that's ruined. But they're like, what do black people have on their roof? Like ductwork, pipe? Just yeah. you're just naming roof stuff, man. That's like all roofs. Like well, <laughs> graffiti that says "urban roof." Maybe yeah. I don't know. You know, just we'll as poor as possible. Yeah, but, you know that there oh. was a stage directing somewhere in this screenplay. Black roof? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Different than yeah. white roof in Set red designer. Pen. I need details. <laughs> <laughs> but then he does. He does some more parkour freestyle dancing with but it's all false starts again yeah like, okay pipe grind nope that didn't stupid nope. okay uh, uh doing the charleston no that's weird that's weird why would i do the charleston? okay come back to hey, me hey marco oh fuck but we'll keep keep this in the movie though good yeah they sure because they keep every fucking thing even when they forgot to turn on some of the sound equipment all right so now andrea shows up right um and they have 
immediate conflict, right? Like she, yeah. he's, she's like, what's the matter? She says, I'm moving away. She's like, well, fuck you. We're in <laughs> conflict now for in a movie. This has two speeds, <laughs> this movie. It's like normal and then, well, whatever. Like piss. Like yes. fake piss. Yes. Okay, so now it's time that this musical is finally going to remember that it's a musical. And these two are going <laughs> to sing to each other. <laughs> but first they have to do their like weird introduction to singing thing. Yeah. It's just oh. like, how many lines in normal talking before we can start singing? Uh, it doesn't matter how many lines. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, hold on. I was thinking like three each. Okay, okay, okay. And all right, now go. You start singing. <laughs> and also, okay, first of all, all the goddamn rhymes in this song are A, E, or O. Literally every single thing that rhymes is rhymes with A, E, or O. And secondly, they're, the lyrics are exactly on the nose. Oh, yes. they're, it's the be- they're not even trying to rhyme or, or be lyrical. It's, it's like... Me and Eli arguing about pizza as a song with <laughs> unrelated duet parts from like two different other songs just yelling at each other. It's the All best. All composed on GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> I love, by the way, we're going to get back to him, but I love the guitarist in the back of here too. Oh my God. It's my favorite part. <laughs> he was really going for it. He wanted, he to wanted everyone to know that he rocks too goddamn much for this movie. Yes. <laughs> he will remind us r- repeatedly. Okay. So they sing. She storms off. They're in conflict now. And now it's time to go to Zachary's new school, complete with 53 establishing shots. Oh, my God. This was insane. It was <laughs> yeah. like it was like drone footage in a college introduction video. Right. It was like, Here at Bozemore High in Bozemore, Massachusetts, you'll find we do things a bit differently. Hi. I'm Daquan Johnson, and I love basketball. Yeah, that's great, Elia. College that. introduction videos. That's that's it. It. It <laughs> felt, it's, it's, I feel it's, like if we had all laughed, it wouldn't have felt racist. But since it, was so quiet, it felt like I was making a racial commentary. I feel like you should sing awkward. it. You, you, you should feel, probably sing it. Hey, I'm Daquan Jasper. There it is. They have normal names, too. <laughs> now, I'll take it back. I'll take all of it. We have lots of black, listener. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you my ID and prove it. Yeah. What All happened right. in the movie? Rebecca, <laughs> what happened in the movie? <laughs> I'm not helping you. Yeah, no, it's okay. I need a clean in anyway. So 30 years later, after all these establishing shots, he walks into the fucking school. And wouldn't you know it, love interest that's in the other choir goes to this school. Right? Savannah. The one that he had eyes with in the first scene. Yeah. Kate yeah. from Lost had a virginity double. That's, that's <laughs> she looks like an orthodontia ad went too far and ended up being a full movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he walks into this his first class and the guy goes, uh, the teacher goes, it's time to assign partners. Uh, you you're with your love interest and uh, no one else matters in this movie. <laughs> he, he goes, he walks in, and he goes, we're assigning new Pears today. Yeah. Pears? I am your teacher. (laughs) You mean lab partners? Yes, that's here at the human school (laughs) where everyone is a human. (laughs) But it it turns out this is cooking class? Yes. Yeah, it's home ec. And this is the first instance of this movie of me being like, oh, 
maybe this is a school for the not so standardized learning <laughs> of the students because, because their assignment for the day is to put two eggs and half a cup of starch into a bowl and these two characters struggle. <laughs> and she is a bitch about it. She is a major bitch about it. Give me that egg. I've got it. God. <laughs> like the, the conflict just comes out of fucking nowhere. They're like, Tiki, let's cook together. And then finally, it, it, like out of nowhere, she's just like, fuck you. I can crack this egg. You saying yeah. I can't crack an egg because I'm not yeah. black and I don't know how to use crack? <laughs> yeah. oh. It's insane. It's he holds the egg above the bowl and waves it over it like the yolk is going to come falling out. <laughs> then he calls her boss and she's like, is this because my family owns slaves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I just want to point out like this is what happens in this scene. It's over after this scene. Yes. That is it. <laughs> this conflict ends right yeah. here yeah. now. Oh, yeah, but they almost hate fuck. Like they're getting so <laughs> close. Like, yes. don't touch the sugar. I fucking like. If they started fucking in a pile of sugar and eggs and lard, <laughs> yeah. it would have been less sexual than this scene. Yeah, so no, good. exactly. I was expecting him to go like ghost pottery scene with this or something. <laughs> There's a lot of times this movie could have saved itself. All right, so now he goes to his next class. Oh, Unchained Melody would have been good. A lot of moments in this movie. Yeah, oh, no, totally. Should. I I, I would kill to listen to this fucking crew try to sing Unchained Melody. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now it's time myself. for Zach's next class. And this is the first like, hey, remember, guys, it's a Christian movie because it's Bible study class. It's Bible study class. But like, had these people not read the Bible because their assignment was to read the Tower of Babel, <laughs> which if you haven't read it is a paragraph of a chapter. That would be like, so did we all make it through in the beginning? <laughs> no, yeah, right. Like Eli's description of it was longer than that part of the Bible. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so there's a character here that we've got to talk about named Miles. I hate Miles. Oh. I hate him with a fire. I just, I almost had to like turn the movie off. A and little behind the scenes. All of Rebecca's notes are dedicated to her fiery, fiery I hatred of Miles. Hate, I don't know who hurt you. I hate a Miles fucking lookalike, apparently, because I wish I had time to watch it all over again or like the will or the soul to hold up for it to count how many times this motherfucker pulls his glasses down oh. the brim of his nose. Oh. I can't stand him. It, oh, he's just, he walks onto the set every fucking day and he's like, I'm going to do the glasses thing again. It's my tick. It's my character's yeah, tick. Exactly. Oh. 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 And again, the movie's <laughs> so unself aware that they make this very clearly gay character the most oh. hateable person in the movie. Yes. I don't think they know he's gay. I can't believe No, that. they don't. Well, gay oh, people have to be sure? unlikable sometimes. It's not realistic <laughs> if gay people are never unlikable in movies. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> they didn't, that's not what they were doing. They weren't being progressive about it, but that need, that's just like... Guys, Heath's just bitter. He submitted a script for John Wick 3. (laughs) All the villains were gay people. It was in poor taste. Upon reflection, it was in poor taste. All sexualities matter, Eli. All sexual, whatever. Oh, you're getting into the theme of this movie quick. (laughs) All right. So, but now Miles is in this Bible study class and he thinks Zachary is there to spy on their choir. 
right? Because he's with the bad guy. He's with the other choir they're going to compete with in state. And as stupid as that is, like, it almost could be funny if this was a better movie. It's not, though. I don't want to leave you with the impression that it's funny. But all that happens is he's like, are you here to spy on us? And Miles is like, no. And he's like, okay. I feel like this dialogue would have gone somewhere (laughs) usually. But uh, good. I guess we are... uh, it's okay. I will work my <laughs> classes. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Now we got to go back home. This is Aunt Jen's that we're going to. This is where they had to move when mom lost her job. And this is such a sloppy, shitty fucking bit of dialogue. Basically, Aunt Jen comes out and she's like, how do you like your new school, Zach? And he's like, the choir sucks. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I had a meet cute in home ec, though. And the aunt is... A different race. Again, they're making sure no one in this family is the same race for more than seven seconds. Like, there's a Chinese <laughs> uncle. If dad had come in and been like a pygmy, I would have been like, oh, all right, there we go. We got them all. <laughs> yeah, but mom comes out instead and she says, your dad's tour in the military has been extended for another six months. Mom, always the bearer of bad tidings in this movie. Oh, yeah. And of course, the poor family has a ton of bad news all at once. It has to be like, we're poor, we're broke, we're 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 dying. Your dad's yes. not here. Yeah. This is just bad news, mom. I want this to be like mom's thing. Like, I want to know that this is what mom does. Boys, I've got some bad news, but I don't want you to panic. I lost my job yesterday. Oh, mom. Oh. It's going to be okay. And we're going to have to leave our home and move schools. Wait, I mean, that seems sudden, but I guess we'll be okay. Also, your father is not coming home. Jesus. You you know, you've been keeping a lot back from us, Ma. Well, I'm sorry. Things are hard right now. Okay, okay. Now drink your juice. Okay. I peed in it. Gross. What? Exactly. Yeah, it would have been so much better if she just kept doing that. <laughs> would have made she would have had some kind of motivation at least. So okay, so now Zachary goes back to his moping roof. Now keep in mind they moved forty five minute drive away. He went forty five minute drive now to to mope on his moping roof. <laughs> to his moping roof. He's sitting there stuck in traffic. He's like, I got. I'm going to be able to mope for ten minutes now. I'm going to be able to mope for 10 fucking minutes. He goes up onto the roof in the white town. It's made of gold. He's just like, this isn't sad enough. This is stupid. There's no what pipes. Is this, a, is this a beer garden up here? This is bullshit. <laughs> Nobody no likes IPAs. urban roof. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. But now he's going to do a little song and dance here and a very little song and dance. This song, by the way, ranges for two and a half steps. The, the tune, the melody of it does. Yeah. And then we get another violent transition to singing. Um, this this time with no lead up talking, they just like start singing. So that was, a, I guess, a step up, like maybe keep doing that in the movie. But what I want to see, I want to see violent switch to talking in the, like, like a reverse <laughs> musical, like a reverse, like the character is in a musical perform a non-musical and they're just like quick into talking. It'll be, I don't know. That'd be fun. It's called Hamilton Heath. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, now we cut Boo. to the lady who's in charge of the Hawthorne Church, right? She's on the phone 
talking about money troubles so you can knock that off of your bingo if you haven't already for the family. Yeah, so you know she's black. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, again, I will point out, there is not a single black character in this movie who ever says, yep, I can afford that. Yep. Yeah, no, yep. no, you're absolutely right. And by the way, we learned here that she needs $10,000 to keep the church open. So like, she's planning on the kids winning them and then she's just going to keep the money the kids win for the <laughs> yes. church. The stakes of this movie are that a church, a the free money receiving organization that yeah. pays no taxes okay. and does not buy their building is struggling for funds. What what does this church do? Do they gamble the collection plate? <laughs> I'm a podcaster and I'm questioning this woman's financial choice. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like Richard Dawkins with a bulldozer outside of the church waiting for his check. If he doesn't get right. it by the 30th, they're done. And this is, of course, where we get her, which is where we get the first cross necklace of the film. Yes, yes. And it could not be bigger, honestly. It's... it's it's almost the entire size of her whole sternum. Like it is gigantic. It's more a suit of armor than yes, it is. It is. Right, right. No, there the is a little person crucified on it. <laughs> Just Lucinda. Get, get me off. Get me. Get me off here. Yep. All right. So now we're going to cut to Love Interest House. Her name is Savannah. And I've got to be honest, I have never seen this shot outside of a porn. Like the shot of her, like on the, she, we open up and she's on the bed, kicking her feet up, doing her homework. And I'm just like, oh, wow. I opened the wrong window. What? Oh, oh wrong tap. Wrong $5 tap. a minute. That's going to be expensive to call her. That's <laughs> not a good idea. But no, this is the scene where we're going to meet her dad when he comes in to help her study. And oh my God, he is just an exposition machine. He's like, oh, you're so busy. You're in school and. Your mom is dead. <laughs> he just, he just like, your mom is dead. I literally wrote in my notes, hey, if you're ever overwhelmed, do what your mother used to do, die. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he just comes in and he's like, dead mom, dead mom, dead mom, dead mom. Also, in act three, remember this bubblegum thing. <laughs> We'll need yeah, it. what the fuck was the bubble? Like, <laughs> so apparently mom, before she killed herself? <laughs> we, don't we don't know. We don't know? Pro we're going to say killed herself. So before okay. mom killed herself, she'd blow a bubble with her gum when she got overwhelmed and she'd say a prayer and then all her problems would be solved except for the final when the final time it didn't work. But that was yeah. her, <laughs> right. her yeah. It obviously wasn't a good method because she killed herself. She was fresh out of gum that day, though. See, yeah. that's yeah. the important thing. But that's that's the <laughs> advice to Savannah from dad because she's juggling all this stuff in school. Like whenever she has a problem, do the bubble gum thing. And I really wanted to see that in action later. Like Savannah's pregnant, just blowing bubbles until she miscarries. Like, this is <laughs> oh, we yeah. need to where are they now? Sunday school. <laughs> yeah, no, the white privilege in this movie is such that this movie actually postulates there are no problems in your life that you can't solve by blowing a goddamn bubble with your gum. Yep. <laughs> yeah. White ladies wrote this, huh? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> one of them is a Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now Dad teaches this nineteen-year-old what mnemonics are. 
but like, in the way, in a way so crazy, I yes. forgot how mnemonics work. Oh. He was like, so you take the first letter and then you multiply that by two, <laughs> divide it by two and add all the letters together. And I was like, wait, first of all, how old is this child supposed to be that this is her first mnemonic? Second of all, what did he just say? <laughs> the words that they use to mark this mnemonic are so lame. Like they have nothing. It's like from a 1950s book. Like <laughs> my marbles in my satchel. <laughs> yes. like, they're not marbles. It's 1990. I went to it? the haberdashery. Yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> Just remember Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Pluto. Like, just set, those are set so much easier than whatever you're doing right now. So I <laughs> want to point out, too, that if you're thinking to yourself, God, what a lazy way for them to set up her needing this mnemonic later. No, this domino will stay up through the whole fucking film. There's never any reason why she learned this, except that, like, in the next scene when Zach and her run into each other, literally, uh, he hears her mnemonic. So it's like if you set up a single domino and then knocked it down and said that you had set up and knocked down dominoes. Yes, they don't need right. to hit each other. You just do it right away. Yeah. <laughs> right. And wasn't it to memorize? It was for the stages of mitosis. Yeah. Like, how would you even knock that down? Later, she's doing mitosis. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, how would that help? Is it a metaphor for the two choirs? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Rebecca's way ahead of this movie, guys. <laughs> yeah, she's, no she's shit. She's against waking this movie. It's about splitting the races. Yeah, so, somewhere there's two white ladies going, that was what we that had is, is, uh, in mind. Do miss fix misogyny <laughs> with mitosis? <laughs> also, I just have to point out, tiny moment. So my wife wanders around as I watch these movies, and... She heard someone say, I played my accordion today. And she came running in the room. She was like, is there an accordion? And then she got super disappointed <laughs> and walked out and didn't come back in again. <laughs> so, all right. So now we got a, a quick scene where they're playing or where they're uh, in home at class again, making fortune cookies. This is going to come back, guys. Remember the fortune cookies. <laughs> oh Will it? Not, not. Not, not oh, it in does. a movie-like they'll, way. They'll say like, the word fortune cookies fortune again. Cookies they'll be like, will fortune exist. cookie. Tie yeah. that loose end. Suck it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I mean, and this scene exists so that they can introduce the concept of fortune cookies. And then, like, within three seconds, the dialogue's like, uh, so how about the choir thing? You want to sing in our choir? <laughs> no. Right? And, well, and that's the thing. Okay, there's no goddamn reason in this film why Zach, the singer character, wouldn't just join the choir from this other school when he moved to the other school. But in order to keep something happening for the first, like, two-thirds of this movie, he has to keep saying no and giving no reason. Yeah, and there is literally just a timer on his decision. Nothing happens. <laughs> nope. Nothing changes. He just, like, the, it's like the third time he gets asked, he has to say yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I am a cop. Damn. <laughs> Here's my dick. And I shouldn't do that when we have guests. Uh, <laughs> it's a Fine. running joke, Rebecca. My dick's not uh, out. I don't no, know it's what he's, I he's making shit up. I know your dick is a running joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on now. All right, so now we're back to Bible study because that's the other class he has. <laughs> yeah, he only has two. <laughs> And we have Miles 
doing the exact same thing he did in the first scene, but they have him do it again so that we'll really get it, that he's a suck-up, you see. A yeah. suck-up. It just seems like Gay Miles wishes he got an oral presentation from Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they have him come out and he's like, try, he's doing his presentation on the Last Supper in an accent, no telling what he was going for there. It was like me doing an accent. Yes, and it was my biggest laugh of the whole movie was when the teacher cut smiles off in his presentation after he's been speaking for 30 seconds yeah, maybe if, he's like oh, if. miles as usual you've gone above and beyond <laughs> like no, Jesus, how long up. are these supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> well and again that's why this next moment is so weird because zach the main character didn't make his poster was his assignment <laughs> like you had to make a poster and you didn't do that you have two classes and the fortune cookies are already made <laughs> yeah right but see he didn't do his presentation so he's in trouble so he gets sentenced to clean the choir room during choir and Miles, another student, is allowed to suggest a punishment. <laughs> the yeah. white guy is allowed to suggest yes. the punishment of a fellow student of color. Yes, yes. And that was forced labor. That was awkward. Yes. Yeah, very. Gay awkward. Jared from Subway is like, instead of detention, <laughs> can you make him the only African American person in this school do unpaid <laughs> yes. labor for the choir? Really? He'll be like a sl helper, helper, like a helper. <laughs> All right, so he reports to the choir room. He cleans while they bad sing. Oh, so bad. Oh. One of them has a severe lisp. And you <laughs> can't hear it. Yes, you can only see it when she's singing because I don't think she was actually a singer. I think she was there to be one of the dancers. Oh, so my God. Have, that's so yeah. like this movie, isn't it? Yes. You have to go back and see it. Her lisp is severe lateral. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot yeah, you make can me see the tongue. Watch this which again. is perfect for the word Jesus. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Also, the task he has is cleaning the board. And like the scene itself realizes that that doesn't take up enough time. <laughs> yes. Because he, he wipes the board and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm done now. And they're like, oh, I feel like. There's exposition, though, where you help us and make us better. And then he's just like, nope, nope, bye. Nope, one more scene. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, maybe you shit. also pick up some desks. Oh, stupid. I have a it lantern. Feels like Do you want a lantern? Act two. Uh, this is also <laughs> where we meet Margaret, who we will eventually learn is just supposed to be shy, but there's no reason for us to not think she's mentally ill or something, right? <laughs> right. And like blind and deaf. I think yeah, she Yeah, right. She just switches <laughs> disabilities. Yes. Yeah. Again, Margaret is supposed to be wacky, but she just does deeply troubling things. <laughs> yeah. Like at one point they were just like, she doesn't warm up or she doesn't talk or she's like cutting open a squirrel and eating the insides. And, <laughs> yeah. just like, huh? and then at one point they're panning the whole choir with their choir books in hand. And Margaret's is like an entirely different book. It is like <laughs> yeah. 50,000 pages long. <laughs> and then we get this bizarre, useless, like we haven't spent enough alone time with Zachary in the toilet yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's dressed like an army themed stripper. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, he takes a bathroom break to check if the 
the rhythm is still inside of him, and, <laughs> and it is like, and he start, he will not dance unless parkour is involved. So he's jumping around a boys' room in a school, just like doing like a pommel horse routine on the frame of the stall. It's gross, and he doesn't wash his hands. Well, but not right because it's not impressive. He just hangs there for a second, like he's about to do something. He's like, "No, I, I hurt myself last time I tried that." <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, okay. Now we go back to his old choir where Andrea and this Hispanic character we haven't met are talking about like, man, if Zach was here, our songs would be even songier or whatever. All of us have some version of, oh, man, if Zach were here, the music would be so much more music (laughs) if Zach were here. Zach's dick would make the music work. It's to to come together. It's a weirdly aggressive couples fight about that. (laughs) I want to point out here that whenever they like there is a kid playing the drums, but whenever they start singing, nine other instruments are involved. <laughs> yes. There's a bass yes. guitar. There's a zither. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's just a vaudevillian dude walking in with horns and drums every which way going like, where you guys need me in the corner off off camera. OK. All right. Yeah. Uh, but OK. So we cut from them not being as good uh, without Zach to the other choir. Remember the one he didn't join? Now he's going to join them, right? Like he left in the last scene where they contrived a reason for him to be there and didn't join the choir. (laughs) But then they bring him back and he's just like, yeah, no, I'm going to join the choir this time, though. Because I'm the mystical Negro and I come and save everyone. I, I mean, I'm here to save the white people. I'm not their equal. I'm just here to save them. Yeah. Oh, I'm like a very useful step stool. You guys yeah. want to jump on? Or? Any more chalkboards to wipe? There's also this very weird moment. And look, I have no problem making a joke occasionally about the young women who grace the scenes of our movies. There is a scene where like, he agrees to be in the choir and Savannah turns and the camera is just focused on her ass. Yes. The very center of the frame is this child's ass. And I was just like, hey, Dave, the cameraman, you want to you want to move the shot? You gross <laughs> away from this child's tush. <laughs> Oh, and, and also, I love this moment where uh, this is the, maybe the stupidest line in the whole movie because they're like, Zach, how can we be better at music? And he says, and I quote, music isn't something you learn. It's something you feel. Oh, also, y- y- you got to black it up. You guys really that's what we're here for. You got to black it up. And he, he's doing like he's doing like a reverse My Fair Lady thing with them. He's yeah. doing like like the Rizane and Spizane. He's like faking them out with <laughs> fake Ebonics like Daryl fucks with Michael Scott. It's pretty funny. Right. And so they they all like feel the music and it works. But I wanted so badly in response for his music isn't something you learn for it to feel for that to have been realistically portrayed. <laughs> Guys, music isn't something you learn. It's something you feel. All right, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, all right, you know what? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Music is something you learn. Shit. Okay, every turn to page 12, I guess. Okay, page 12. Page 12. Pretty good. Yep. 
that's how it would yeah, go. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> but no, instead, he everybody sings a song together, and now they know how to black it up and make it good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, somehow the, their grand piano is, is now a Fender Rhodes organ. <laughs> yep. And geeky white guy is blues traveler on harmonica. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but we have to talk about the best part of this musical break. And that is what Margaret does during this scene. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Margaret has a sick burn. <laughs> she, she just swings, sticks around. She's oh, not you're playing. talking about that part. Yes. Oh, okay. I liked her sick burn, too. But yeah, she's waving those sticks in the air sexually on top of the piano. Yep. Miss Little Lobotomy is, is now... Funky as hell. Yeah, that's I got on solo. board with this movie at this point. <laughs> this was exciting. I actually, I got up for a second, you know, like sitting at home by myself, and I like, I felt like I could just start dancing, and then, <laughs> but then I hurt myself. <laughs> then I tripped and fell and hit my yes, head, and I live six alone. Six seconds now, so later, there was a cut. Two days yeah. later, <laughs> and then like so earlier, we hear the other the crossroads, and Andrea has an amazing voice. The girl who plays Andrea. And she does a ton of riffs that are amazing. And then when we go to the the other, what is it, Hawthorne? Or I don't know which one's which. Across white whatever, and yeah. black yeah, choirs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, the white <laughs> choir, that, that, you know, lead ingenue girl has Savannah. this riff that oh, <laughs> sounds like she fell downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Onto bagpipes. <laughs> 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 it, it's it's like the end of a toddler's tantrum. Uh, uh, uh. It was like me climaxing. It was a yeah. lot like that. Yeah. I wanted Christina Aguilera to climb out of the piano and be like, "You're overdoing yeah. it." Can I give you that? Note? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but now everybody wants him to join their choir except for Miles because he's a dick. Right. Yeah. And fucking Miles. Man. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy so much. All right, so now we cut back to old choir where Andrea isn't as good a leader as Zach was. And Zach comes in just as they're finishing up so they can all hate each other some more for no fucking reason. And yep. how is he commuting 45 minutes? I don't know. Like, why can't he just he be drive? in their choir? <laughs> yeah, he seems to be able to make it to all the rehearsals just to tell them yes. he can't make it to rehearsal. He's still at the school. Right. Yeah. And again, the entire purpose of this scene is just, wait, you joined the other choir? Maybe that's the conflict of the movie. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I thought she was about to like brass knuckle him, like blood in, blood out, motherfucker. And just beat the shit out of him. Except now, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but did you feel like the relationship between Miles and Savannah wasn't fully explored enough? <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was just starting to feel that way, but lucky for us. Oh, God. So we have this scene where they're, what the fuck were they, were scrapbooking? Yeah. <laughs> it's their scrapbooking yeah. class. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. And Miles is pissed about Zach joining the choir, so they have to have an angry sing-off shit talk thing between the two of them? Yes. And the guitar co <laughs> comes in <laughs> with a blaze of glory 
It is it is so distracting. I expected yes. the guy playing it to walk <laughs> on too. camera in front of the two teenage actors and just like, uh, uh, he's just staring directly into camera the whole time. Yeah, you like that? He keeps mouthing you like that into the camera. Yeah, but again, my... Miles is oh, oh, like he just has gone from normal to angry for no reason. Yep. Just yep. veering into angry. It's like all of his sexual confusion is making him <laughs> nuts. And she goes right <laughs> along with him. So apparently she's wanting that gay dick or something. I yeah. don't know. And the sad fucking thing is here. Okay. The two of them have to do a dance thing here as well. But they have all the rhythm of Heath. So, oh, like, the toughest thing they ever have them do is spin around. It's amazing. On the tables of people trying to work. <laughs> and again, I am not so, a good spin arounder. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they have their little back and forth song, which, again, is the lyrics are goddamn pathetic. They were obviously not written with this movie in mind. And then they shoehorned this in because somebody had a tune. You know, they promised to let him play the guitar in it if, if if they could use it. And if any of the listeners are going to watch this movie, there is a special secret surprise in it in this scene where there's a random brown. Did you guys see this brown paper bag? Yes. Dangling from the roof. <laughs> OK, I did not see this until you pointed it out in your notes, but you're absolutely right. It's a bag of shit. Yes. What, that right? It's like a bag of shit. The, the crew is like, there is a literally going to fall on miles. There's literally just a giant bag of shit hanging over their head. It's throughout this musical yeah, number. It's sweaty brown paper bag. Oh my god! Which means there's an outtake where they tried to do the flash dance thing, but it wasn't glitter. <laughs> oh, oh, the outtakes of this have got to be so fucking good. Yeah. All right. So now we cut back to Bible class where we're going to introduce a whole new conflict to the film for eight and a half minutes. Uh, and again, like this movie keeps establishing conflicts and I'm like, okay, that's kind of lame, but I guess it can be what the movie's about. And it's like, and, and now if he doesn't get a B in Bible class, he's out of the choir he agreed to do minutes ago. Yeah. And look, Jesus. Zachary, as your teacher, I like black people. But you need to try harder. <laughs> Again, the only black character in this white school. And they're like, I don't know. He's just not very good. I guess you could say he's kind of lazy. Whoa. <laughs> if there was a curve of some sort, he'd be more towards the edge for you. of, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, and of course, it's she's like, you know, well, you know, you have to take this seriously. This stuff you learn in Bible study class will matter at some point later in your life. <laughs> well, just because I'm the teacher is why. <laughs> so, yeah, so she threatens him there, and it's just like, and the movie's like, oh, if only there was a preacher's daughter to help him learn the Bible quick. Hey, wait, here's one now. Yeah, and again, this is how sloppy the writing in this movie is. She literally walks by and sees the teacher go, if you don't get a B, you're out of choir. And then he walks out of the room and she goes, so how's it going? You're going to get kicked out of choir if you don't get a B. Or like, as though the protagonist of Memento was the audience of this movie. Like, oh, OK, I got it. that guy watched this movie and was always on board. He was like, this is a great movie. Makes a ton of sense. Wait, what is it about? 
<laughs> oh, no, don't worry. They told me again. They so told new me conflict, again. new conflict. Good. All right. So now we cut to Savannah at home so we can explore her relationship with dad a little bit more. <laughs> oh, my God. At this fucking stupid scene. Okay. Be honest. When she goes, dad, dad, and then turns around with the sweater in her hand, you all thought she was going to be like, have you been masturbating into my clothes again, right? <laughs> I mean, we've all had this fight. <laughs> what? I haven't. Okay. No. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I took Rebecca's jacket when she came over no! and <laughs> we're going to have a big Eli! argument. Sorry, I said I, I apologize. Get out of my room. Get out of my room, Eli. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, you, so you guys have captured all the emotional range of this scene. I feel like we can move on. Because well, literally she goes, get out of my room. And he's like, look, your mom is dead, okay? Dead. Dead mom. But you shrunk my sweater. <laughs> well, God had a plan. He needed to take your mother so I could learn how to do the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> you. Why do they bring that up? Like, hey, so we forgot the Christianity message. Let's bring up the mom cancer suicide thing. God's pretty cool. How about the problem solution of evil? <laughs> I know One your mom, mom. I know your mom hung herself with a tiny sweater, but <laughs> <laughs> How much do you have on your plate? I feel like one dead mom would fill it right out. I feel like that. Isn't that how much God gives you? I feel like you're missing about a dead mom on your plate. <laughs> All right. Well, then, okay. Now, Zach happens upon Pure Tutoring Tuesday because this that's how look, they could have just had her say to Zach, hey, you want me to tutor you on Bible stuff? And he could have said yes, but they're too fucking stupid for that. So he happens to walk by Savannah tutoring people with no one to tutor. Yeah, it, it might as well be a chair <laughs> with a sign on it that says tutoring question mark. And then he looks up and Savannah's sitting there. Yeah. So, okay. So then they talk Bible a little bit and some post hoc. Now it's a Christian movie discussions of some sort. Right. Right. Like, and, and, the, and where they go with the Bible versus the most sanitized anodyne. Uh, it's kind of like know thyself, but more verbose, you know, that's <laughs> it. That's the and whole biblical message of the film. There's this amazing moment where she's like, no, here, try and figure it out. And he turns to her and he's like, wait, is the Bible confusing sort of, Deepity bullshit. And she's like, shh, shh, shh. It means reflections. It means reflections. Stop. Stop, stop. We're going to sing a song in a second. So just make it through this. And also there's this ridiculously stupid moment where like he's trying to like one upper and who has the tougher life. You know, he's like, what's the worst thing that could have possibly happened to you? And she's like, dead mom. And he's like, shit, that's good. Wow. When did that happen? A few months ago. A few months ago. (laughs) That is recent. (laughs) Yes, you should still be at home. Yeah, this movie does not understand, like, timing at all. Honestly, it's so ridiculous. I laughed because they might as well be like, last Thursday, okay? Wow. Right. I feel like someone should have mentioned, like you. While I was at the choir in the opening scene. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. She died on her way to the opening scene. scene. (laughs) But he goes, speaking of dead parents, my dad is alive in Iraq. (laughs) Alive's like dead. He's dead to me. (laughs) Stupid. Stupid. 
All right. So now we, we cut back to the good choir practicing, but damn it if the lady in charge of the church doesn't have some bad news because she's an adult uh. and she's in this scene and she's black. And again, this movie is so lazily written. She's like, hey, everybody, you're doing a great job. FYI, this church relies on you. This will all come crashing down and there is nothing we can do. You hear me? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Unless... We need $9,999 by the end of the month or we're done. And they're like, what if we win state? It, it's 10 grand. It's 10. That's just enough. We <laughs> win the thing. And also, we've noticed that when people deliver bad news, they're immediately defensive. Like, they're like, by the way, your mother's dead. What? Get off my back about it. I said your yeah. mother's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> I also love this because it so perfectly encapsulates Christianity in nine words. At one point, she turns to one of the kids, you know, she's like, he's like, how can you do this to us? We tried so hard. And she's like, this is not about you. It's about the church. Embroider <laughs> oh, that in your fucking pillows, Christians. Yeah. <laughs> right. And again, we have to learn that this group, this church, because they're black, can't afford to <laughs> yes. go to states. And I wanted her to be like, so have you tried selling your bodies? Cue musical child <laughs> prostitution number. <laughs> One, two, three, four dudes at the same time. <laughs> All right. Well, since this movie just basically stopped and offered up a title card that said act break, I guess we can pause here. But first, let me give act three the hard sell. Can the choir save the church? Why would they want to do that? Couldn't they use that money on college or something? Find out the answers to these questions and more. We'll return for the exciting coda of Sunday School Musical. So, kid, what do you got for me this Sunday school musical? It's going to be big, huge, as big as the other ones. Uh, it, it sure is, ma'am. I've, I've spent months on this script. Okay, kid, give it here. Whoops. Oh, no, the pages. I love it. Wait, what? It's fantastic, kid. We're going to make this movie. But I, but I dropped it. Some of the pages are on the floor, and they're all out of order and stuff now. Don't change a word, kid. It's going to be huge. You hear me? Huge! Okay. <laughs> Fortune cookies. Classic! <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, he was boning up for the big Bible class test we've been treating as the central conflict for eight and a half minutes of this film, and now it's time <laughs> for that to pay off. <laughs> By him being done with it. Right. And it's, again, <laughs> badly written movie. It's the classic, like, oh, how'd the test go? Maybe bad, maybe bad. Nah, it went well. Psych! Except <laughs> he walks down a set of spiral stairs that the people who made this movie didn't realize would take as long as it does. <laughs> yes. So instead of the, like, slow walk, it's like a a solid minute and a half of yeah. him and her like starting to make other plans. She's like, you know what? We're going to figure that. And then he's like, no, psych, psych. She was like, really? It's been 26 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Those were long. <laughs> it's like the 42nd street, a train where you go down, you think it's just going to be one ramp, but it's like seven. Sorry. <laughs> where was his parkour at that moment? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And again, we should point out that like what we see, like he goes to the far side of this step. So, we're just watching a stairway for a minute. Not even him walking no, down it. No, that's how bad this fucking it's movie silence. is. silence. 
All right. Well, and and by the way, that side plot is now resolved. Check. Yep. Domino knocked the fuck down. Time to set up another one. <laughs> now we have the we have to set up and immediately knock down the Zach Savannah Andrea love triangle. Maybe. Y- yeah. So for that, Zach is going to take Savannah to his old moping roof. (laughs) And we're going to get one of the greatest scene opening lines in the history of Christian film. So this is where you used to come. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the whole goddamn sentence. They like, they have nothing for him to say. So he's just like, let's talk about the choir now or something. But that just, that line exists on its own. Rejected verse of that Madonna song about the playground. Yeah. <laughs> this used to be my cum roof. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Andrea does a drive-by plotting. She literally like walks through the scene without stopping and goes, "Hey, just FYI because you left Hawthorne Church is shutting down and for some reason I blame you." Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course I'm angry. I'm angry because I'm black. Bye. Yes. Yeah. This very confused speech about how she thinks race works, like, is weird, like, passive-aggressive Uncle Tom speech, but she doesn't really get what she, she's just, like, holding up paint swatches next to his face, like, oh, you're all the way down to pale bamboo. That looks nice on you. That's good. <clears throat> blood drainer. <clears throat> blood drainer. <laughs> all right. So now it's time to go to church where Savannah's dad is preaching about love and community and banalities. Like, honestly, it is the preacher equivalent of just going through the Hallmark store, right? And reading cards one after the other. His podium has grapes on it. Like, everything about this movie is insane. (laughs) So while he's preaching, Zach has an idea, which he writes on a note and passes to 23 and a half people (laughs) in this church. It could not be more obvious. It's like they're going, hey, hey, here's a note. (laughs) Well, and it feels like like a staged thing that a magician would know. Just pass it around and whoever ends up with it is going to be my assistant, right? (laughs) Find a main (laughs) character adjacent to you and pass it on. Okay, only over fives, people. Only (laughs) over fives. (laughs) All right, so yeah. After 15 minutes of note passing, we finally see what the note says. It's him suggesting that their crappy choir join with Hawthorne and compete together. And I'm like, I'm writing in my notes like you didn't need to pass a note. You could have just asked everybody after the sermon. I mean, I'm not super quick to say, wow, that's inconsiderate to the preacher. But in this case, (laughs) right? Yes. Okay, and so now their choir sings, and it's good because Zach gooded them in the last scene. And I love to like they have these crowd shots where the audience is like, "Wow, they don't suck." I was expecting them to suck. Well, yeah. the, the audience is more like they suck less now. Like yes. there's well, the right, guy at the right. front who's very clearly still like, "I mean, it's a church choir. What are you gonna do?" But they they no longer <laughs> terrify me. Yes. <laughs> Also, can we talk about, and I think this is the first time we've seen that third dude from the left. Because, you know, the guy I'm talking about with the acne and the squashed head. What the fuck happened to that kid? <laughs> We're just going to all sit here and act like that face belongs on the front of a head. 
Look, they stopped doing pincer births for a reason, okay? And the fact that they put him in this movie is brave, Noah. Brave. <laughs> What's a pincer birth? Yeah. Google it. Oh. No. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? All right. So now the good choir is hanging out on a bench when the bad choir shows up. In the dun, dun, in this dun, dun, weirdly dun, dun. aggressive military formation, like yes. like they're about to dance back in a like and start a duel at the same time. They slap yeah. them with leather gloves. It's so good. <laughs> I did want to rumble. I really did want to rumble. And then like well, thirty, it cuts to like three seconds later. All the white people are dead. They're like, oh right, sorry, bad idea to rumble. Yeah. <laughs> well, and look, okay, so this scene is here so that the good choir can say, or the bad choir can come to the good choir and say, hey, you can't make the states, but what if we all join together, right? Which is obviously a setup so that the one choir can say, you're not good enough to sing with us. And they can say, we've gotten better. And they can say, prove it and have a sing-off of some sort, right? Mm. Noah, I love that idea. Mm. I have a counterproposal. What if the black choir says, you're not good enough to sing enough, sing with us. And then the white person says, you're an ungrateful and starts to say the N-word and then they cut away from that. And that's the solution of the scene instead. All right, it's a Christian movie. Have you guys heard of Rudyard Kipling? We got this idea. (laughs) But yeah, the the Hawthorne choir is like, yeah, we don't want your charity. And they're like, yes, you do. And they're like, good point. We do. That's good. We do actually want you. You need white people for upward mobility. (laughs) (laughs) They turn to the screen. The moral of the story. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now they're going to practice together. The two choirs together. Um, Seems like you could have found somewhere indoors in California to do this. But no, they're going to do it in the beating sun. And we have to see that it's not all wine and roses here, right? There's conflict of some sort between the races. Yeah. And and the choir director is like, okay, everyone, we're going to begin the beginning and beginning rehearsal means beginning at the beginning. And so here we are beginning the <laughs> choir rehearsal. So let's begin. If you could begin at the beginning. <laughs> and again, the conflict here, like it's not that they're bad singers. They make up again. The writing is so insane because it's like Margaret's not singing at all. Andrea's singing too loud. Miles plays the piano backwards. Like no one has any real problem. <laughs> Miles, stop eating that sandwich on the sea key. Like, they can't even come up with basic conflicts (laughs) humans might have. No. And, okay, but then just as everything's falling apart, Zach shows up and talks everybody down and uses his mystical Negro powers to make everyone sing well together. (laughs) This is how unrelated this movie has become to its music. He turns to Andrea and he goes, do you remember when we sang together? the very first time, and then just start singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's another song about the exact plot. Just like yes. so on the nose. It's just like, act three of musical, time for some teamwork. And they just go into <laughs> And by the way, this song exists entirely because earlier I said, well, the lip syncing can't get worse than that. Ooh. And they wanted to <laughs> prove me wrong on that one. Holy shit, they're off whole bars. Like, it's the wrong person singing now and again. And they're cutting away. They do tons of cuts, but they still show all the mistakes in lip syncing. It's so <laughs> stupid. There are genuinely moments where you are looking at 
a blank screen, like a screen that is not of the characters and you are still hearing a solid three seconds of that other person singing. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised at all to find out that everyone involved in this movie got David Proust. Right, like they all got there. Every single one of them had a nasal voice in real life, or so I don't know. Oh, yeah. And, and this one might be the most violent transition to the singing voices. The audio for the singing is insanely different. Like they might as well be singing through like the subway announcer with a voice modulator <laughs> that, with, for kidnappers on a ransom call. It's insane. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's the peanuts parents demanding yes. money through the subway announcer. Right. <laughs> All right. So then we get like I I kept thinking we'd seen the most useless scene in the movie. Um, but they kept one up in me, and then I realized that there is no useless in this movie because none of it means any fucking thing. But this was a heavy contender. This is the scene where Zach and his little brother or the kid that they bought from Mother Teresa's charity or whatever, whoever the hell is Israeli, Israeli kid, or they're, they're together and Zach's going to teach him how to dance. Yes. Yeah. He's teaching his brother to be in a better movie, like Stomp the Yard 5. <laughs> hit, hit, boom, hit, hit, boom, hit. Yeah, it was it was She's one She's doing step a way better job than he does. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, and then mom comes out and she's like, hey, son, are you nervous about the finale of the movie? And he says, yep. And she says, okay, well, that's the only purpose this scene serves. I'm I'm leaving now. Because the memento guy was like, ah, states, of course. Thank right. you. I love this movie. I'm its target audience. <laughs> this movie is meant for your grandmother to pause every six minutes as she makes deviled eggs and never to be like, oh, I missed something. <laughs> All right. And now it's time to cut to state's competition, which for some reason they did not center on the screen. <laughs> it's, the best. it's just slightly. To, it's not off to the right. It's clearly they were going for center, didn't get it. And we're like, fuck it. That's the middle. Yep. We got it. It is like the whole movie was under a very hard deadline and they yes. just had to get it out. Well, actually, it was. It was. It's interesting you bring that up. This movie was released three days before High School Musical 3. Ah, that's why. <laughs> they were hoping people would Google musical. Yeah, they didn't mix the audio. Yes. They didn't finish the plots. They hoped nope. someone would Google school musical. Something yes. school musical? Got it. <laughs> if you don't get it out now, no one will ever Google those words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. They get to today's competition and wouldn't you know it, the New England Patriots of choirs is there. See, Heath, I didn't say the New York Yankees acquires. I said the New England Patriots. Why would you say the New York Yankees? That wouldn't even make any sense. Like, who would even understand what you're saying? And the, the Patriots is actually a very fitting description here um, because they are both the winners every year and a 40-year-old giants. Everyone in this, they ran out of kids. Everyone here is like 55. Their evil leader is like a fetus. It's very, it's like, a, it's like Krang. He's riding around inside oh. a giant robot. It might as well be Team Iceland from the Mighty Ducks 2 as a choir. Yes. Just Cobra Kai Dojo. They just like one guy walks over and sweeps the leg. We're the bad guys. We're the bad choir. And again, they are all black. 
Yeah, and Wesley right. Snipes Black, right? Like, I mean, I know it's just a choir, and that's fine. You know, they just got some choir that was good at choiring to do this or whatever. But just have some amount of sensitivity. Throw a white guy in there before you tell us to hate them. Yeah, Jesus. Again, don't make your villains exclusively the black characters and be like, well, here are the real villains. Yeah. They're the blackest characters. And also, you know what? Don't introduce your main villain 11 minutes before the movie's over. Well, we're given <laughs> notes. Jesus. Also, what the fuck is the thing? Oh, oh, no, the best choir in all of the state is here. It's like a fucking course. Where else would they be? <laughs> it's Why are you state. surprised? She's like, man, I've been sending them egg salad all month. I think they thought it was a positive message, though, with like the all black choir. Like instead of the like in the sports movie, it'd be like, holy shit, it's all they're like big kids with with mustaches. It's like, holy shit, they're all black, like all the way black. <laughs> yeah, no that man. means their music must be amazing. They're like this is a they're good. We're saying they're good at it. We're, We're saying, saying <laughs> the movie. There's one white kid in the choir, and he peels it off. It turns off. It's a mask, and he's that like. He's the African preacher from God's Not Dead. He's like that, that kind of, wow. <laughs> so now we get to watch the the bad guy choir sing. And they're all right. Their organist is fucking killer. Like, right. Yeah. Like I would have listened to that guy go off all fucking day. Yeah. I want him and the guitarist in their own damn music. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the guys Holy who would shit. not stop fucking the musical. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, they finished their song. Hooray. But then the leader of Evil Choir goes to tell the judges that Hawthorne and Crosstown or whatever have joined <laughs> together there to know. It was <laughs> Did he have like a scout from the Yankees there learning their signs? Like what why does this 55-year-old man know that two choirs have combined? It makes no sense. No. Especially no. given what's about to happen in 46 seconds. Yeah, right, right, exactly. But before we can get to that, we have to have the moment where it all begins to be too much for Savannah. <laughs> oh, I, for, I almost forgot about this. Yes, oh of my course. God. Whatever will she do when it all becomes too much if only someone in Act One had given her some advice? <laughs> Remember that giant loose end with the bubble gum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me right. neither, but yeah, they brought back the dead mom bubblegum thing. <laughs> yeah. Chekhov's gum. They fired oh. Chekhov's gum. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and by the way, she does this with Bubblicious, and I haven't seen Bubblicious in 13 years. Yeah. I was like, aw, <laughs> nostalgic. Big it's fucking so big. square of gum. <laughs> yeah. That's Cube. so gross. <laughs> Cube shaped. Yeah, right? Bubblicious uh. is awesome. Whatever. And then it's so weird when the bubble pops and she's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, being white is awesome. <laughs> Jesus. We, and we turn down and we see that her wrist is bleeding yeah. at the same time. She's like, I got two for that. <laughs> it ends like Black Swan. Um, okay, so that was it, by the way. That was that whole scene. And now they're in the green room and Zach has made her a fortune cookie. Remember? It's going to come back. Such hey. good writing. It comes <laughs> Amazing. Full circle. <laughs> yeah, I wanted Bryce Blankenagle to come in there. with like, No, I got fortune cookies out the ass. Here you go. Here you go. Make this fucking third act of this movie not suck. So, it, okay. So, they're in the green room. She's eating his fortune cookie. It's not very good. 
And then the choir judge comes in to tell them that they've combined illegally and they can't compete. <gasps> right. The white man. They're, they've been but, doping with black people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Again, this movie treats black people as a performance enhancing drug. Yeah. So there is no reason to believe that that's not the plot. <laughs> But so, okay, so he leaves. They're all super disappointed. But shy Margaret has a plan. <laughs> Margaret is going to fuck the <laughs> judges. <laughs> Let me explain why that is so realistic to this movie. Because what Margaret does is she starts to pull down her hair. She's in a ponytail the whole time. She's like, oh, I've got a plan. And she starts to, like, let her hand down. And I was like, why is she, like, letting her hair? Margaret, don't do it. Don't do it, Margaret. <laughs> And then we see her in a sexy dress with her hair all done. Yeah, she walks up to them like yes. porn prom chic. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. she literally fucked three dudes during the walk down the hall from the green room. She's smoking a cigarette. She's all tousled up. It's the best. I will say this is the best I think any movie has ever done of taking the like, you know, because usually when they go the, 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 with the dumpy girl that suddenly becomes hot, she was like obviously fucking hot the whole time. This yeah. is the best any movie has ever done at making me go like, oh, wow, she's crazy hot. I didn't notice. But there was no reason for it. Zero. <laughs> Zero reason. None. She goes there and she's like, come on, let us do it. And he's like, OK. Yeah, there's no, no, there's her fucking no plan is apparently we could just tell him our backstory. We're the main characters after all. And the judge is like, OK, OK, you can do your song, but you can't win the prize. Which, what's the point? Again, all the stakes <laughs> of this movie have been removed, which is, again, it's so badly written. That is how they are introduced by the next scene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is there, uh, so this next choir, they're fucking cheaters, but, you know, don't boo or anything yeah. unless you want to, I guess, if you want to bow. Yes. Clap for them even though they cheated. So, okay, then they go out and look, I mean, there are so many dominoes that a better writer has set up right here. Like, Shy Margaret comes out and has actually, it turns out, a beautiful singing voice when she does her solo. There's a great duet. Andrea and Savannah have been at each other's throats, but they sing together or whatever. None of that. Oh, and by the way, if you want to know how goddamn fucking cheesy this goddamn movie is, at this exact moment... Zach's dad walks in with a war injury. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> He's he got fucking Osama in. bin Laden's head in his left hand. Hey, son, I made it. Yeah, Jesus Gets pushed Christ. in by Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, just behind the scenes, this scene is where Rebecca realized why Lisp Girl was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I wrote in my notes, oh, I get it. She's a dancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I just was obsessed with it. <laughs> she was just obsessed with watching her wide tongue slip between her teeth <laughs> in between every syllable. <laughs> so if you're wondering if Rebecca had a happy ending to this film, she did. I did. Oh, okay. Hey, my, my dominoes got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, they're so good that even the bad guy choir that told on him is into this funky beat. And the clapping. Oh, oh my God. They're... Jesus Christ. <laughs> like they Here's were the fucking you for turning your goddamn volume up enough to hear the singing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Every, every single one of us have a, oh. 
whoa, clapping note, because I know that Heath and Noah watch this on laptops and I watch it on a TV right next to my head. So everyone involved was like, ow, ow, ow. Yes. (laughs) All right. But then fucking Zach is reunited with the dad. The song ends and then they go to announce the winner. And wouldn't you know it, it's the bad guy choir clapping us loud again. But the leader of that choir decides they're going to give the money to the combined choir. I'm like, can can you just decide that for all of those 17 people? Like, can you, maybe you just say, I'm going to give them my 600 bucks. I don't know. What are you guys going to do? Also, right. You're the reason that they couldn't compete. Did they did they throw this incredibly long plot twist into the movie because someone who was really in on the church choir scene would be like a combined choir would never be allowed to compete. <laughs> this movie is bullshit. <laughs> and you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they get the $10,000. They hand it right over to the church that like, again, for all we know, paid out all that money and fucking hush money to their child sex abuse victims. <laughs> I mean, that's what churches spend a lot of money that on. That tends you know to that. be. Yeah, I know that's the biggest expense the Catholic Church has going. But don't worry, folks. The church is saved for now, though, only. <laughs> Another couple months. We'll do a sequel. We'll do a sequel. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Every few months, we need you guys to win us another couple grants. <laughs> we'll get the church back into the black in Sunday School Musical, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Closest I can come to a moral of this story is race mixing is okay now. Did anyone come (laughs) away with anything better? Is there a better message we can slap on this? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, that's a good answer. Race mixing is okay, Uh, especially if you combine the talent of black people with the money of white people. So (laughs) the moral was take advantage of the white man's burden. That's that was lovely. If you have a musically talented friend who's already been willing to be on your podcast a couple of times, this is the way to make sure she never comes back. (laughs) Uh, Also, another moral. It doesn't matter if it's finished, just as long as you get it out. (laughs) Yeah, three days before High School Musical 3. All right, well, Rebecca, I'm not sure how we keep talking you into this, but thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Is there anything you want to plug while we got you here? Yeah, I have a show in New York called Your Love, Our Musical on July 21st at 7 o'clock. You could look it up on yourloveourmusical.com or on Instagram or whatever stuff you look at naked pictures on. And uh, it uh, is a real fun time. You should come out. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, we'll have that linked in the show notes. And well, that's going to do it for our review of Sunday School Musical. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to get you all tingly for next week's show. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Masterless. All right. Uh, let, let me uh, let me just read you the description. Get you a little uh, oh, get you a little ready for this. Kane Madison is an architect working in Los Angeles while his doppelganger like spirit wanders a parallel netherworld. When tragedy strikes, Kane embarks on a journey of faith, which prompts the Ronin to seek out his true master in the what? spirit world. Fucking. I just. OK, they, they went with the character named Kane. It's too goddamn good. <laughs> It is Samurai Finds Jesus in Hell, the movie. (laughs) All right. 
So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 152 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to Rebecca Vigil for hanging out with us today and an even huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptic Right, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. John Spicer adopts a puppy every morning that dies before lunch. He's totally cool with it. It's the gum. <laughs> None of the top five build actors in this film ever rose to the level of headshot on IMDb. <laughs> Zach's dad died in a wreck. Aww. <laughs>